Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Thursday, the 31st of August. There's a slight nip of autumn in the air. It's 8.35 on a Thursday. It can mean only one thing at this time of the day, at this time of the week. It is House of Property coming to you live uh, from the coalface of property and business. I cannot do this show alone, nor would I want to. I have to have my friend and colleague with me, Katie the Grifter Griffin. Grifter, good morning, good morning, good morning. How the devil are you, my darling? No, I'm very good, thank you, Martin. Apart from this weather again, I've got a polo neck on. I know it's the last day of August, but I am back to winter winter wearing. It's not good. Our summer has come and gone in like 24 hours, I think. But I'm okay. How the devil are you? I'm very good, thank you. Very good. Rate your week, please, my darling. Tell me about your week. Rate my week. Oh. Why are you thinking about I, it? Why are you thinking about it? I'm looking to, people keep coming up to me and I say, I go, hello, how are you? They go, oh, I don't know, about an 8.4. Uh, yeah. so, which is very nice, isn't that's it? Good, so, that's good. Rate your right, week, so, my darling. Rate your week. I would say it's got to be an 8. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, but ju- just an 8. Just tipping it over the 8. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. What about you? No, I'm at a 9.7. I'm going for it this week. I'll tell you the reason why. Let me tell you the reason why. So, you know, I started this little business back in February. Well, last Thursday, (laughs) you know, you get two columns in the bank statement. One is the outgoings, which have been... Yeah. And last week, an invoice came in. My first completion, yeah. which is fabulous, That's and a so second completion cool. happens today. Um, and you forget the joy awesome. of people's faces when you give them the key, isn't it? When you, it's that party-type feeling. There's lots of stress going on, but there's this special moment. And what was absolutely lovely was I said to the seller and the buyer, I said, this is not important to you, but I'd like you to know that you are the first completion of this business. So to us, you will always be extra special. And they were so lovely and so kind. Um, That's so awesome. It's just been, don't get me wrong, there's been some turgid parts. I had one guy shout at me last week, um, turned out to be somebody within a state agency, turned out to me last week, shout at me and say, it's my job to accept being shouted at and to translate that passion and frustration and give a positive spin to my client. I, went, I can assure you it's not, my darling. Um, <laughs> anyway... Um, so there's been some rubbish bits, but overall, we don't come taking it. That's really good. So congratulations, Martin. If it was later in the day, there could be a little bit of fizzy, but it's sadly not. No, it's, you know, it's breakfast. <laughs> oh, it's so breakfast. That, that's super. So, that's really, really good. Now, can I just ask you a quick question? Okay. Mm. Um, your buyers, or when they complete, do they get a special gifts? Yes, they do. No, they do. I get they get a little. Both buyers and sellers get a gift from me. Um, if they're moving on or not, so they're buying. Then there's some things for their house, which is nice little bits to have. Um, and both buyers and sellers um, have a meal out on me. I say meal out. They have a meal at the local fish and chip shop, John Dory, which is a really lovely posh fish and chip shop where they can go out there and um, have fish and chips on me. To say a congratulations for um on your new house we all need fish and chips on the day you move don't you so oh, yeah. have it on me and to the sellers if they're not moving just a thank you go and have a, a little snap on me which is lovely that's lovely that's really yeah, nice so you've kind of taken that that home move box and kind of like taken it to the next level haven't you yes i mean but you look at around our industry it'd be interesting to see and i'd love people to comment and tell us what they actually do because you go into other um, countries and other continents and 
vendor gifts, home move gifts, gifts along the way are um, massive. I remember you being at, um, talking to an agent mm. in America and she changed her marketing spend away from certain yeah. bits and put it into... Tell us about that because I forgot what exactly what you were saying. Yeah, so, so she basically, instead of um, spending a lot of money on boosting Facebook posts and things like that, she, every step of the journey of from instruction through, and you can do this on every business, um, she had little things. So she'd do um, a little bunch of um, local flowers for tidying up their house or for bending over backwards to accommodate a viewing or dropping yeah. some paperwork in and, and like I say you can use this for any business every step of the way I read recently and I think it was a VA and I can't remember the name of the lady but she basically had sent the, the grazed brownies the ones that come through the post yeah. um just to you know she picks a client every month um and they have a hundred quid spend I think and it's to delight and excite people and they send these brownies out and to their clients and you don't know who's going to get it and they do it just because this month it's you because you're special and it's just it just lifts you doesn't it because people are what's happened to this be kind thing because that's completely gone that's out. out the window isn't it that's out the window but it doesn't have to be expensive does it just little things yeah. uh, after your first viewing a little thank you card which Ooh. we do this little thank you card saying thank you for making the house a tidy i mean don't get me wrong if it's yeah. an absolute tip you don't leave a card saying thank you for but I tip the card saying, please try a bit harder next time. But the uh, but if it, they have made an effort and the house is nice and tidy for you, or as you say, they've gone out their way, so yeah, come into the viewing, it's a bit short notice, but go and do it. Um, brilliant. Just the TNT, so tiny, noticeable tiny. things are important. Um, now, I'd like to talk about the title of today's show is Don't Put Off until tomorrow that 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 can be done today Crikey, that's a tongue twist isn't it so don't put off don't put things off is what you say really isn't it that's what we're saying don't put things off so i call this the curse of manana remember manana in spain what yeah. does it mean tomorrow the curse of leaving stuff tomorrow so grifter this is a serious yeah. question what are the things so it's time to get busy again we're coming out of the yeah. summer i'm hoping Bit of fingers crossed that there's a bit of normality in the market. People are steadied steady down a little bit, and actually, people are thinking, to themselves, "Right, we're going to do something in 2023. We're in last chance saloon. Let's make it happen." If that's not the rhetoric that you're putting out there, then as an agent, I suggest you do because you've got to create some urgency in the marketplace. We are where we are. If you're going to move this year, get on with it now. Um, so you're getting busier. What are the things that you think end up going to the bottom of the pile? I'm a bit busy for that. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, and they never get done. Come on, you have to be honest. What is it? Okay, there's two things, okay? <laughs> um, and I never get to the bottom of my to-do list, and I never kick it all off. Um, CRM system. Uh. Yeah. However, I would say that Nicole, one of my colleagues, and I have got two hours blanked out this morning. Mm -hmm. to go through CRM. So we have both written a wish list of what we want from our software and we're going yes. to go through and we're going to see if we can match make that with a CRM system. Now we think we have, we think we've got two that we're down to the short list and now we've kind of got to do nitty gritty, big girl pants on and make a decision. So that's, that is what I keep putting off because I've been trying to do that for the whole year. Yeah, so that's, let, that's let terrible. Let me help you. Go down to the coffee shop, get a cup of coffee, and then Ring Street. Oh, no, sorry. Are we allowed to say that? I don't know. Uh, okay. I do, I do lettings and property management, and I'm RICS and all of that jazz. So I've got to have the right system that's yeah, exactly, accredited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other thing I keep putting off is 
redesigning my website. Yes, I know. I did wonder if Alex Evans might be watching because um, he often says that I've launched a business yeah. in the time that Katie was due to be doing a website. Update, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yes. But I've been busy. Now, I know you can, like, procrastination, <laughs> excuses, all of that. But I would come down to the fact that I know my website is a shop window, yeah? But I need the stock on because I can't afford to pay for a new website unless I've got the stock. So it's that evolving evolving thing, isn't it? But actually, this should be protected time, shouldn't it? There should be protected, protected time. time. Is yeah. What Do gets scheduled gets done. Yeah, what gets scheduled yeah. gets done, doesn't it? I mean, I have to say it's difficult. Isn't it? I, I block out time in my diary each mm. week to do certain tasks. If that's prospecting, if that's business planning, if that's sales progression. Um, the challenge comes, it's the discipline when you get a red hot valuation who wants to yeah. be in that particular time. I have mm -hmm. tomorrow working home, working from home day, I've got coming up a really important to me day of training for some estate agents. And tomorrow is but working from home to get it all organized and now it's 80%, 60% of the way there. I just need to finish it. And then somebody brings me up and said, Martin, I've been recommended you. I've had two other estate agents out. I'm about to go to the market, but I've been recommended you. Can you come out on Friday? Yes, of course I can. Um, forget everything else that I'm doing. That'll do Sunday. Um, so it is... It's difficult to get to that time. But I do have um, two things I want to pick up on. That feeling that you were saying, you never get to the bottom of your job's to-do list. Mm. One of the key things with a state agency is that you go home in an evening, you don't have a clear intray. That's hard, isn't it? That is mm. hard to be able to leave things. It kind of makes you feel overwhelmed at times. And maybe we need to yeah. come back to overwhelming. Um, and the other thing is, I have had a little bit of success, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast late, but two months ago, I turned off that little box, and black box in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen when every time an email comes in, and mm. turned it off on my telephone as well, so that I'm not getting distracted by emails coming in. So I then go to my emails rather than my emails coming to me. And here is the um, revolution in this. The sky doesn't fall in. People do not get arsy if you don't go back to them immediately. Um, and this has helped me tremendously. I'm on my email probably still every couple of hours. I'm not yeah. one that I can't do. I've tried it as hard to do morning, lunch, and dinner. And I, those yeah. of you who have been to my training session, certainly through Property Mark, um, I have talked at length about going at morning, noon, and dinner. I can't do it. But I have got down to four times a day. In four times a day in the working hour. Now, I have to say, I also look in the evening. It's the last thing I look at when I go to sleep at night. It's the first thing I look at when I wake up in the morning. So I'm sure there's some health issues there. But in the day, I am being less distracted by emails coming in, by taking away the pop-up box. So I would highly idea. recommend it. Um, I've now gone on social media. So that's I've turned those notifications off. So I go to social media. So we'll see. I'm getting sweaty palms thinking about it. <laughs> So you are teaching agents to do one thing, but you're not doing it yourself. But that, no, that you're talking about that's a completely the negative. What <laughs> I am able to say to estate agents is that I am doing it. I can see where the challenges are. So it's all right being that unicorn blue sky world. Let's talk about that. But also let's talk about actually on the cold face how challenging that is. And but why is it important? You know, so it's uh, yeah. we all aim for the stars and the fact that we can try and hit the top of the mountain. 
I like that. Jeez, that, 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 that one comment going to cancel all my training work just like that. Thanks. So, so, so that reminds me. So I've got a, a son learning to drive. One of my well, they're both learning to drive, but um, and uh, he was driving everywhere. And I keep someone say their mother is still trying to learn to drive. But anyway, Luke, what is the what's the speed limit here? And he go, oh, I know we need to do thirty. So then he goes, oh, I'm really tired now because it's really exhausting. So can you take over? So I like jump into this little polo, zoom off. He's going, Mum, it's forty miles an hour here. And I go, oh, it's fine. So he goes, why does the rule not apply to you? And I go, no, no, it does. So that's, see, that's an interesting lesson, isn't it? Do as I say, not as I do. So stick to the speed limit. So just coming back to one of those things you talked about in terms of don't putting off until tomorrow, yeah. that that can be done today. And prioritising time. And the feeling of being overwhelmed is, mm. is challenging, isn't it? You know, that kind of feeling that... There's a water jug and water keeps going in, water keeps going in, water keeps going in, water keeps going in, water keeps going in. And eventually, inside, it goes and explodes and water just goes everywhere. What yeah. what, um, what things do you... You and I have both... I, don't think, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn by including you into this. But you and I have both had feelings of being overwhelmed at, due yeah. to work. Certainly, at some point, let's say the last six months, we both rang up yeah. each other and said, "Holy smoke! Can somebody give me an extra day in the week?" Um, what strategies do you put in place, Grifter, and disciplines to try and deal with or managing feeling overwhelmed with things? Okay, so I've, I I feel overwhelmed at the minute. I've got so much to do, so it's breaking it down. But actually, it's it's putting a deadline to it because I think I react really well to a deadline. So like years ago when you're at university, so like Friday lunchtime, your dissertation's got to be in. And Thursday night, you're out in the tile still going, I'll do it in the morning. And like you, you're going, well, I'm going to prep this um, presentation for agents. And you're 60% of them, you know, and it's in the back of your head going, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. Yeah. And you put other things, oh, no, I'm going to go for a quick cappuccino. Oh, no, I'm going to do that. Um, so having a deadline, I find for me really works. Um, and I use um, quite a good uh, sort of pro project management software, Asana. I've mentioned it on here before. And that can kind of pop up and say, this is what is required. Also, the, the reminders on my phone that at the Apple one, we talked about this before, that's really good. Just say, I have to get that task done by that time. So I like to set a deadline and I work really well to that. So that's that's how I do it. And then also a little bit of alcohol in the evening, I find that I'm looking forward to that, knowing, yeah, that... But that is coming along, yeah. And a also, treat. There's no harm in setting a treat. I remember a teacher turning around to me when I was not very good at doing homework, saying, well, do the homework, set the treat at the start, finish the homework, and you can have the treat. Um, yeah. It's like teaching a puppy, isn't it? And so it, it does work. It really does work. That's interesting, though. You like the deadline. The deadline gives you the motivation to hit it. Where yeah. for some people, that would be creating the overwhelming feeling. By I've got this deadline here. I've got the deadline here. Or if I fail that, miss that deadline, it becomes overwhelming. So it's knowing what works for you, isn't it? Yeah, no, I like that. What works for you to get mm, to overwhelmed? It is. It is um, I am a morning person. So... I know that if I sit down, I, I'm far better if I get up early and sit down at 5 a.m. and work through till 10 and do a big chunk of work with no distractions 
than I am if I decide at four o'clock in the afternoon to sit, settle down and do four till eight or four till nine. Yeah. I can't do it. It's just, I am useless, absolutely useless. And, <laughs> and I've always feel useless, but then also I do sometimes wonder if I am useless because I think so far I'm a morning person. So I couldn't possibly do this in the afternoon. Um, I do my exercise when I do exercise in the morning. I always think, well, what happens if you want to enter an evening race? You know, it's, um, it's funny, isn't it? But in my head, get things done in the morning and allocating time mm-hmm. and removing distractions, including answering the telephone. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Now, I've come across something quite interesting this week, and I'm going to just unlock my phone because I took a screenshot of it. And it was from a Kate Pristo, who um, is on the tenancy um, and asset management side um, of the industry. And she put up 10 pieces of simple wisdom. And I just kind of wanted to run through these with you because it kind of resonates with everything we've been talking about. So first of all, she talks about rest to avoid burnout. That's that's the number one. And I think that's really good, isn't it? Really important, isn't it? You know, um, rest with the same vigour that you work. Yeah, like that, like that. Mm. So the second one is practice more to get luckier. But I, I think it should be practice more to get better. Yeah, I would have thought, yeah, but that's a really good thing. Isn't it? It's train hard, fight easy. This is what I don't understand. You know, it's such a, look, bring it back to our business, our industry. Mm-hmm. So many people have worked in a fast-moving market and now it's a challenging market. Yeah. But you have to change skill sets to be able to, um, whilst the job and the core values are still the same, you have to change strategy. If you don't train yeah. those people, then how do they change strategy? If you don't train and gain knowledge and read up further and look at negotiation techniques, look at convincing people techniques, all of these kind of things, um, for, train hard, fight easy. But and remembering that if you've worked in a fast flow market for the last two or three years, and then you do two or three years in a duff market, holy mm. smoke, have you got a good estate agency career ahead of you? Yeah, I like that. Uh, third one is walk to increase creativity. But I'd say exercise to increase creativity because not everyone likes to walk. Someone likes to run. Some people like Pilates. Some people like yoga. But I like that one. Get out in the green. Four, Get out in the green's good, isn't it? Just being yeah. surrounded by green. Fresh air. Mm. Um, four is focus on the present. And that mm. is very much like we've talked about procrastination, isn't it? Focus on the present. Hard. Use the two-step rule. Now, what is the two-step rule, Martin? I don't know. Oh, that's what you did. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to teach me. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay, right. I just go right. So the two-step rule is. Never skip the thing you're trying to accomplish more than two days in a row. So that's the day. Perfect. Don't put off for today. That's what we said. Don't put off till tomorrow. It can be done today. Like that, like that. Um, Sleep is crucial at number six. Sleep is crucial. And this is something that we are struggling with, aren't we, at the minute, is that I can't sleep. I'm up at whatever time, two o'clock till five o'clock, and it's a nightmare. But sleep is crucial. uh, We we talked about this. There was a podcast that felt like it turned into a therapy session for me when I was talking about the fact that I was constantly waking up at three in the morning. And I had some most incredibly supportive messages after that, yeah. um, saying it is perfectly normal to be waking up at witching out three in the morning. And some of the strategies in terms of how people deal with that, either if it's an app to play music, if it's um, if it is a white noise sound or the sound of the ocean or having a notebook next to your bed or not having your phone near your bed, maybe not looking at your emails last thing at night and first thing in the morning. Um, it is, what, how much sleep do you want, Grifter? What is, what's the idea? What's the optimum for you? I only 
only get about six hours sleep, I think. So I have a little app that tells me. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so on your um, Fitbit or whatever. Yeah, but I just, I kind of like, I just feel tired, you know? So, eight hours is what I aim for. Love my sleep. Yeah, eight hours. We get nice. eight hours and you think, I'm ready to go. I'm a businesswoman and mum. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, the next one is be compassionate. This is about being kind, isn't it? Paying it forward. Yeah. Treat everyone as though they were a relative. Yeah. Oh no, you can't pick your family, can they pick your friends? No, what I mean is how you would, you know, is to treat others how you'd like to be treated, but actually treat everyone as though they were your mum, yeah, yes. or one of your children, and then that way you you never get it wrong, okay? Although sometimes I, I, my children do annoy me. Um, number eight, prioritize direction over speed, and this is about having a plan, isn't it? Yes. This is the and uh, hair and the tortoise thing, isn't it? This is, you know, don't very soft. Having a plan, step by step, making it methodical, knowing bite-sized pieces. You talked the other week about eating the elephant, isn't it? It's sort of breaking yeah. your task down into bite-sized pieces. Greta, have you ever done the three-peak challenge? No. No, but you have done a long walk, haven't you? Where was you? You have done long walks in the past. I've done lots of long walks. I've done lots, lots of long walks. I did, I did. And you must think to yourself, how, you know, when you stand at the start and you think at the end, how the heck am I going to get there? Well, there's only one way, isn't it? Left, right, left, right, <laughs> left, right. That's all it is, isn't it? One step after yeah. the bright sized pieces. Okay. Number nine is rely on discipline, not motivation. Oh. Oh, now this is important. I've been reading up about this and I want to talk about this in yeah. a future podcast. Um, okay. In terms of uh, uh, polishing the processes within your business so that you're not reinventing the wheel every day. This is yeah. massively important, massively important, because I think certainly as a new business owner, three months in, it felt like every day was a new start. It was, And mm. the processes weren't there. And at the time, it was just me until we brought in support. And... Um, and having processes in place means that there is a core element of the business that's being run on its own, and it's a consistency for every person that's being touched by your business. So having those processes is massively important. That direction, that discipline, so that you do Definitely. that every day. That's, that's, that's something I want to talk about in the future podcast. Yeah. And also on that, rely on discipline, not motivation. The discipline side of things, I'm always coming up with little ideas. So I've now got an ideas book that I just have and I jot everything down. Because I'll text you every time I go, oh my God, I'll have this idea. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I do think we need to touch on motivation because um, especially with the people around you, you come in like a mood here with glass half empty, oh Christ, it's all back to my turgid mm -hmm. job for the day. Um, it's, not, uh, it's not much fun to be around, is it? And we are creative people even those sales progressors and property managers have to be creative sometimes however miserable they might be and so you've got to get in there and try and motivate them you know not motivate, them, motivate each other and, and if your leader isn't um, the leader isn't uh, motivated and on it do the Simon Sinek thing and be the leader you wish you had so and then number 10 is make peace with short-term setbacks and I think that's actually absolutely crucial because We've talked haven't we, about beating ourselves up about not winning a listing, not winning an instruction. And actually, that's exactly what it is. Make peace with short-term setbacks. You can't do everything. You can't be everything to everyone, can you? No. And actually, don't, don't beat yourself up when you do lose something or, you know, you don't win a listing. You don't get the right offer. You go, oh, we're just a part if you're negotiating on a sale or anything like that. You can't find that middle ground. You know, actually, it's a short-term setback, but move on. 
Yeah, I think, yeah. And actually, they're lessons learned, aren't they, sometimes? You know, we've talked about that, haven't we? Failure isn't failure, it's a lesson learned to move forward. And it's just, yeah. even those little small ones. But you do beat yourself up. We're people, people. We're all a bit needy in a yeah. state agency, aren't we? Um, so yeah, it's, totally. um, we want to please people. We're people pleasers, most of us. So um, that comes back to one of those other points that you were talking about in terms of treating people as you expect to be treated yourself. Those random acts of kindness. How is that old thing, isn't it, about you're driving down the street, you let somebody out, and if they thank you, it makes you feel good. If they don't thank you, you want to put the horn and raise up the backside and, and push them <laughs> off the road. But just by saying thank you, you let somebody out, they say thank you, yeah. the world becomes a better place. I like that. And we need that. We need to pay it forward. Right. So I want to just put two words out to you. Okay? I'm going to put Ooh. bidding wars. Bidding oh. wars. Okay. Not in a double market, this has been um, in discussion for the last week to 10 days in our offices, where we have several offers on one property, for instance, and we have a buyer say, I have given you the asking price, I am not getting into a bidding war. Okay, so yes. tough question of the week is, how do you deal with that? Well, okay, so this is like a, a best and final offers type scenario, yeah. informal tender type scenario. Yeah. Um, well, well, let's look at the purpose of that. What is the purpose of best of man offers or informal tender? It's to get the best price possible for your client, one. Yeah. It is to seek out the motivation of the buyers, two. It is to give you the opportunity to progress in the sale with the best possible candidate. Is that fair? Yeah. Purchaser. Yeah. Candidate's one word, purchaser. Um, so my point would be that if that person falls at the first challenge, the first hurdle... And they say, well, I'm not going into a bidding war. Well, actually, did you have the motivation in the first place? And thank goodness you've been washed out now. Because in six mm -hmm. weeks' time, you get a slight, a couple of threes in your RICS survey. You're going to go running for the hills. Um, yeah. So I think um, it's far better to seek those um, uncommitted, unmotivated, wobbly woolly people out at the, at the start of the process than later on so if they want to walk away then they weren't ever as committed i mean they could just absolutely submit their initial offer can't they it's just a way of us trying to be fair and transparent and follow the guidance um, to be able to handle multiple offers it's interesting isn't it because even, you know we talk about the market being duff at the moment and buyers certainly tell you that it's not a great market um but actually good property sell in any market, good property yeah. set in any market. They might not get the extra 10%, they might have more viewings than you'd expect. It might take longer, but good property sell in whatever market. Um, and that's, you should never forget that when you're going out there and pitching for business. Not every house will sell though. And there is those ones where you think to yourself, oh, this is gonna fly off the shelf and you've not had any viewings yet. And that is, yeah, that's yeah. hard, that is hard. That's that is difficult. But then again, that's about creating a story around that. I, I had a bungalow recently where four weeks in, we'd not had a single viewing. And I was beginning to go, oh, my gosh, is it a little bit full in terms of the price? So we discussed it as a team and we said, do you know what? We've got to pick up the phone. And so we sat, rang it out. We were proactive, got two viewings, both of those offered. So sometimes it is it's, it's about protective time and picking up the phone isn't it not hiding behind an email and hoping for the best on social media or the portals it's actually get out there and do agency get out there and be an agent 
and being a state agent. No, I like that yeah. very much, very, yeah. very much. Um, so um, a friend of mine started dating a zookeeper. So it turned yeah. out it was a cheater. That's, That's a short joke, isn't it? That's it's a, a cracker. Uh, comedian Lorna Rose Treen has been voted as the winner of the best and funniest joke at the Edin Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which um, I thought, well, well done, her. What a cracker. So I'll take that as the funniest joke. I liked that. I thought it was good anyway. Okay. So for, for everyone listening, or those listening on catch-up, um, Martin's uh, dad's jokes will be out for Christmas 2023. <laughs> if you want to sign up, you heard it here first. <laughs> So we have covered loads on today's podcast. We hope we've given you some pointers um, just to kind of keep your head up, keep going, be kind, be committed. Don't put off what you can do today. Now, that's not right, is it? Don't no, try again to that. It's going to be a really good ending. It's good job I did the start. Go to the ending as well. Go on. <laughs> Don't put off <laughs> until tomorrow what you can do today. And above all, if there's only one piece of advice that I can give you is pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Be kind, be committed. We'll see you next week. Have a great one.